Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Can you update us on the Russia talks, sir? What are your expectations for the negotiations, Mr. President? Mr. President, how are the talks going with Russian leaders? Best of luck, reporters. Joe Biden has no interest in talking to you or answering your questions. Heading out from Marine uh, Force, Marine Force One, Marine One, sorry, into the White House. Um, somebody better direct him on where to go. I, th- I, th- I think he's heading for the exit. He found an ice cream shop he's heading to. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today it's good to be with you. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Now answering the questions of the press is of no interest to this administration. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki is supposed to have a press briefing a little bit later. Uh, oh, oh, I, I so desperately want to hear the latest, especially when she's asked, hey, how is it possible that somebody who's vaccinated and boosted, like Representative Ocasio-Cortez, how'd she get herself the COVIDs? Now I, I said I was going to get into this story, and and I got to admit I don't I don't like making fun of people because they get COVID. I, I I don't know. I just don't think that's the right thing to do. I don't like Representative Ocasio Cortez. She doesn't have a mind. She's not an intellectual. She's not smart. She's not a smart person. It doesn't mean she isn't nice to her friends and things like that. It doesn't mean I I wish her any level of ill. I mean, it's very obvious that she wishes me and you and people who disagree with her ill. Commies do that, but I I don't. I just want to fight the the low rent commies, and I'm not afraid uh, to uh, to point to the reality that you know she's got terrible policies, childlike policies, and they're valueless. They don't do any good for anybody, and they hurt Midwest kids. Remember, the Green New Deal hurts farmers' kids. Every single time it gets discussed, that should be the pushback. And if that thing was implemented, farmers' kids would be screwed. She doesn't care. Nor did she care about masks when she was hanging out in Miami and partying it up. Now, I didn't care about masks either when I went down to Florida. I was in a different place. In in Florida, we did not run into each other. But I wasn't wearing a mask. And when I was down in Florida, I got a, I got a fever. Really a day, day and a quarter. My, uh, my nose was kind of cattywampus for about a week. And then, you know, everything went fine. It was cattywampus. So, so I did not lose my sense of smell. That never happened. But I, I, and I didn't lose my sense of taste. But things tasted differently, specifically cigars. When I have a cold or, or something's up, with with my nose allergies, what happens is is that you, you guys know I, I enjoy a fine cigar. I do a cigar and bourbon show called Eat Drink Smoke, EatDrinkSmokeShow dot com. Um, smoke becomes very very stale to me. Oh, is that an unattractive thing? That is that is a make me sick to my stomach thing. And so that's what happened for like a week. I would try and have a cigar, I'd be like, nope, this doesn't work. 
And some of them, I mean, I had some nice sticks. I, I did. I, I saved the super nice ones for later when I was feeling better, and thank goodness. But I, I, I didn't lose anything, but I did, I did get a fever. I didn't feel well. I don't wear a mask. Masks don't stop COVID, so I don't wear a mask. I was visiting my parents. My father is 83. My mother is 74. My mother has a cold right now. I don't know how Diana's doing. I have not, I have not checked with her. I will check with her right now. But my parents weren't worried about me not feeling well. They didn't say, oh, well, why don't you uh, just uh, hang out in the garage for the, uh, for the week? And, um, and uh, that, that, that'll be that. You hang out in the garage for a week. We'll see the grandkids. And that's all that matters. Now, you know that there are people out there who do that. Let me tell you a story. This is a headline. And this is not just any headline. Oh, no, 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 no. Your car's seatbelt. Safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. This comes from the Oregonian, OregonLive.com. Teacher charged after putting COVID-positive son in car trunk to isolate him on way to testing site. Uh, I'm going to say uh, a couple things now. Um, This is why some people shouldn't be allowed to have children. They should not be allowed to have kids. Now, of course, you understand that I can't. I can't tell people to have children or, 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 or not. I am just saying that if your child has COVID and you put them in the trunk, you hate your kid. You hate your kid. That's obvious. That's clear. You hate your child. Also, you're crazy as a loon. You put your kid in the trunk? You're insane. Now, don't get me wrong. I grew up in the society that the kids hung out in the back of the station wagon in the seat that folded over so you looked behind you while you sat into it. If there was a car accident, those kids were dead. I grew up in the generation where people used to sleep in the in the kind of well by the back window of the car. I'm a Gen Xer, baby. Laws, rules, helmets. <laughs> Who needs that crap? You know what I'm talking about, Producer Ari? Or do I got Producer Sam with me right now? You've got Producer Sam with you, but Ari's in the room if you'd like his Oh, forget for Ari. We don't need to talk to him. So Sam's – Ari's going he's, – he's doing a honeymoon thing, so he's going to be gone for a couple weeks. So Sam is training. So we'll, we'll indoctrinate Sam real quick. Sam, I don't know if you're old enough to remember there used to be a back seat of a sedan. And then behind the back seat, like at head level, there was kind of like a shelf. Kind of a shelf that went to the to the back window, and then people, kids, used to like like ride in there, almost sleep in there when their parents were driving. You did, you never experienced anything like that, right? We were never really a sedan family. We were an SUV family, so I well, can't say I had that experience. Well, it's good to know that we're replacing Ari with someone completely hoity-toity. That's fantastic. <laughs> Appreciate that quite a bit, Sam. But no one ever thought about putting a kid in the trunk. I was. 
18, 19. And uh, that actually did did happen to me. I was driving with a couple of friends and uh, I went to grab something out of the trunk and they pushed me in the trunk. It was, I think it was a hatchback. And they pushed me into the trunk and then closed it and then they went for a drive. Uh, that, that was an unenjoyable, unenjoyable experience. That did happen to me. So help me. It happened to me. Uh, I can tell you who it was, but I won't to protect the innocent. So afraid of COVID, you're willing to do this to your own child? Diseased. Now, with the, when you've got a, a parent who will do this, you got to assume that this is a parent who uh, who who, va- who vaccinates and and puts masks on everybody. She wears a mask. The son wears a mask. The cat wears a mask. Everybody does, right? You got to assume that that's the case. So, how did their kid get COVID? Did they get COVID or did they get the flu? That's the thing about I was talking about my parents. <coughs> I have a have a tiny tiny lingering cough. Otherwise I'm I'm fine. But I've had lingering coughs from a cold. So have you. My mother has a cold right now. Is it covid? She doesn't know. She's already tested positive for antibodies. So what's this? She doesn't know. Go get tested. Why? It's a cold. Take medicine, eat chicken soup which she makes and it is ah, unbelievable feel better the story the conversation the question should be how did someone like representative ocasio cortez get covid because when she was in florida she wasn't wearing a mask no the hypocrisy of not wearing a mask when you come from a place that's all about masks and you yourself demand masks that's hilarious i think that's funny but that's not why she got sick She didn't get sick because she didn't wear a mask. That is a nonsensical thing to say. And sometimes the political right doesn't understand how to help itself. You've been making the argument that masks don't work and take the masks off our kids. And then you're going to laugh at Ocasio-Cortez for getting COVID because she didn't wear a mask. All of a sudden it dawns on you how bad that argument is, doesn't it? Because it's an awful argument. The real conversation here is, Why should I ever worry about Omicron? Because I can't stop it from happening. I think it's Pfizer that has just said, we're going to have an Omicron uh, vaccine in in, uh, early April. What? What in the world does that have to do with anything? What, What good, what value will a vaccine for Omicron be? First, let's start with with some basics. The COVID vaccine as we know it was not built for Omicron. So why would anybody think that getting vaccinated for COVID or getting a booster would help on Omicron? It wasn't built for it. I mean, it's just an honest conversation we're having here. This is the honest science that we're digging into here. I'll get into more of it. It wasn't built for Omicron because Omicron didn't exist. It was built for SARS-CoV-2. To think that it would work is ridiculous. You might as well think ivermectin will work. See what I did there? See what I did? (gasps) But ivermectin does work for a lot of people because it's anti-parasitic. It's horse dewormer. If someone says to you that it's horse dewormer, just tell them they're a putz out loud, especially if it's your boss. 
As a matter of fact, I demand it if it's your boss. Even if you have to only say it in your head. I demand that you say it. But it doesn't work. By the time you come to me with a vaccine for Omicron, they'll be on to a new variant. And you'll have a whole new thing to take care of. Stop it. If it acts like a cold and only the smallest of smallest percentages of people end up in hospitals, it's the flu, and that's the way you treat it. Well, there's a flu shot, yes, and millions of Americans don't get a flu shot. So leave them alone. The conversation about Representative Ocasio-Cortez is only one of many conversations. California has now mandated vaccines, used to just mandate, mandate vaccines, I should say. And now they force COVID-19 positive healthcare employees to work. Remember, doctors and nurses across the country, many of them said, oh, I don't want to get vaccinated. So the hospital groups, which called them heroes the year before, fired them. They fired the years and years of institutional knowledge that need to get passed down in the healthcare industry so patients like you and me live. But the hospital groups didn't care. They would rather support Joe Biden than good medical policy. And they fired people who we desperately need. What happens next? They don't have enough healthcare workers in California. So they say, hey, if somebody is COVID-19 positive but they're asymptomatic, you put them right back to work dealing with COVID-19 patients. They create a policy based on nothing but their own fears. That policy turns out to be a giant dud, and then they change policy to something that's totally irrational. Can you imagine how much better off you have been if you had kept doctors and nurses working? I think you would have been much, much better off. In New York, this is where the good stuff is. Oh, exactly what we discussed. They have started saying, we need to know whether you were admitted to a hospital because of COVID or whether you were diagnosed with COVID after you were admitted for something else. So they took a look. And of the 5,894 patients in New York City that were admitted for primarily COVID-19, or so they claimed, the real number is 50%. When they started asking the questions, they found that 50% of the 5,894 patients in New York City hospitals actually were admitted primarily for COVID-19. The others may have been diagnosed with it ipso facto. They came in for something else, and they may have also had COVID. That's everything we knew was happening. COVID is not as rampant as we think. It has certainly, this new variant, made a lot of people sick, but sick in a way like, my gosh, this is a bad flu season, and then people get better from it. Just like we heard about the comorbidities, 75% of those who died of COVID had four or more comorbidities, according to the CDC director, to Rochelle Walensky. I mean, this is 
insane. Death over 75% occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. No kidding. This is a virus, and living in fear of it is criminally insane. And the vaccine that we have was meant for SARS-CoV-2 and not meant for the Omicron variant. And the Omicron variant is a cold in many ways for the vast majority of Americans, and a vaccine isn't necessary, especially when you're going to describe it in the same way as you did the COVID vaccine. But it's not. It's something completely different for one purpose. And many Americans are going to say, you know what? It's a little bit of a cold. I don't think I need to take a shot. Thank you very much. California hospitals realizing their mistake, now sending people with COVID back to work, forcing them back to work. When we were told these people can't be anywhere near civilization, after all, we got to throw our kids in the trunk of the car to keep ourselves safe. We'll all be a lot better off when we're not crazy. We'll all be a lot better off when we deal with the fact that COVID is here to stay and we just got to rock and roll with it. We're going to be better off. So take a breath. As for Representative Ocasio-Cortez, she got COVID because she got COVID. Because no vaccine is 100%. Because that's the way it goes. And if she didn't want COVID, she would have stayed in New York. But she didn't stay in New York. And that's a whole nother conversation. I'm Tony Katz. Congresswoman Waters, last when we were talking the, the last block, we took you from California to Texas to Florida. Now we're going up north to Wisconsin. And, and Senator Johnson, your reaction to what we just heard him say about January 6th? Well, you know, I'm still surprised at how brazen they are. They openly lie. And I think that when I talk about resisting these lies, uh, that we should be organized uh, to do ads put the lie up and put right next to them on a split screen what was happening on that plaza to our capital and do it over and over again. We can overcome these lies if we want to fight, if we want to struggle. But this business about getting along, being more bipartisan, et cetera, et cetera, they have shown us they're not interested in that at all. They're following their messaging points. They are following what Trump wants them to do. They don't have the guts to stand up like real human beings and face the truth. Uh, They're all afraid of Trump, and it's shameful, and we've got to fight them. They don't have the guts to stand up like real human beings. Well, if you ever wanted to know whether or not... Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number, 833-468-8669. Remember, they will never give up the ghost on Trump. Trump is their story. Trump is their everything. Trump is their existence. They have nothing without it. Nothing whatsoever. What would they have to possibly talk about? 
not only is it, I should say, are they talking about Trump, but of course how uh, the, the Republican Party, you see, they, they don't have the, uh, they don't have the intellect. That's the problem. And, uh, and uh, their, their base, they're not interested in having an intellect. So, Congresswoman Jayapal, this is very consistent with GOP messaging to tap dance on people's fears uh, and play to the lack of intellectual curiosity to some people in their voting base. One of the ways that he's standing in front of uh, serving the American people is the Build Back Better legislation. I'm curious, have you had any direct conversation with Senator Joe Manchin uh, about Build Back Better? And a- Joe Manchin's not interested. He has taken off his own $1.8 trillion compromise plan. He is not interested, nor is he interested in doing away with the filibuster. But Tiffany Cross, you just heard there, from MSNBC, who's just hoping beyond hope that she gets uh, Joy Reid's job, because uh, according to the rumors, Joy Reid is going to be out by springtime. I don't know if it's true or not. But if I'm not getting the job, well, then what, what, what does that even matter? It, it, honestly, if I don't get the gig, I don't care who's getting the gig. Doesn't change my life at all. Only changes my life if I get the gig. And I guarantee you I could get better ratings than Joy Reid or Tiffany Cross. Or really anybody on that, on that network. I can get better ratings than anybody on that network. Not a question. The, the base doesn't have intellectual curiosity. Republicans don't have intellectual curiosity. And then when it comes to Trump, they're not even, they're not even real people. I mean, are we aware of what we're saying? When we, when we take a look at, if you want to take a look at January 6th and argue January 6th uh, for a second, you're, you're more than, than welcome to. I oppose what happened on January 6th. But I also opposed the guy who tried to kill 20, 30 Republicans on a baseball diamond. If that is not in your view an insurrection, but January 6th was an insurrection, chances are you haven't really thought about the issue. Chances are you're not really my kind of person. If you say to me, well, Tony, one was just murdering members of Congress. The other was trying to thwart an election. I thought, the re- first of all, the election could never have been thwarted. And secondly, I thought the issue was that they were calling for Mike Pence's head, which I argue is wrong. So is shooting at members of Congress who only survived because one member had police protection. As the minority whip... Steve Scalise gets Capitol Police protection. If he wasn't there, every Republican is dead. And no one refers to this shooter, Hodgkinson, as a terrorist. This Bernie bro, because he was all about Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders taught him how to load the gun. Bernie Sanders taught him uh, where to go find these players. Bernie Sanders gave him target practice. Bernie Sanders asked him to personally kill all these Republicans. Now, you and I both know that didn't happen, right? But if Bernie Sanders was a Republican, that's the way it would be discussed if somebody went about shooting at Democrats. But we can get into a conversation of whether or not dehumanizing a political party 
calling them ignorant, as opposed to simply disagreeing with them, doesn't lead people down a certain road and in a certain direction. It's a good question. Whether or not there is some guilt here. I have been, I have lived long enough to hear people say, well, we gotta, we gotta cool down that rhetoric. We gotta, we gotta bring down the, 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 the rhetoric. Is this bringing down the rhetoric? Is this right here from Speaker Pelosi bringing down the rhetoric? Well, first, let's get the bill passed. Uh, I, I think that the order of things is very appropriate. There's nothing more important for us to do than protect our Constitution and our democracy. What the Republicans are doing across the country is really a, a legislative continu- continuation of what they did on January 6th, which is to undermine our democracy, to uh, undermine the integrity of our elections, uh, to uh, undermine the, uh, the, the voting power, which is the essence of a democracy. So we have to do that, Bill. There is no... Can I just stop for a moment and go back here? Because there's something pretty important to hear. Just to undermine no, that's our democracy. No, I didn't go back far enough. There we go. Legislative continu- continuation of what they did on January 6th, which is to undermine our democracy. She's making the argument that Republicans are trying to undermine democracy. I wonder how Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney feel about this being a part of the nonsense January 6th committee. I wonder whether or not they see this as uh, valuable or whether they're like, wait a second. I'm being treated horribly here and I'm, I'm trying to, to be a part of the process. See what happens? This is what you get. Do you actually think that Democrats like Dick Cheney? He shows up on January 6th. He's going to participate in a moment of silence standing next to his daughter, Liz. They called him a murderer every single damn day of his life. All of a sudden, he's a good guy and a proud American. Stop with the words and the face and the nonsense and the whatnot. Stop being crazy. That is a certifiable position. Absolutely certifiable. We should ask ourselves whether or not we are engaging in society in the dehumanization of some to make it easier to attack them. But now that we're on the subject of January 6th, let us move over to a story that comes out of Florida. In Florida, there was a man who was arrested. He ran away from a protest in support of a January 6th rioter. So Pinellas County, the sheriff there, said in a press conference on Friday that a guy by the name of Garrett Smith was seen running away from a crowd of 85 protesters. The protesters were there in support of a guy by the name of Jeremy Brown, claiming that he is a political prisoner. I will admit to you that the stories we're hearing of those that were, have been arrested regarding January 6th and how they're being treated is disgusting. Not able to see uh, lawyers some not able to see doctors. There's a group of people uh, who are being held who have not been able to shave, as the reporting goes. They haven't been able to shave. Why aren't they able to shave? Well, 
if you wanted to have somebody look like a terrorist, and if you wanted to have somebody look like the Unabomber, you'd have them grow out their hair and grow a beard. You wouldn't allow them their moments to personal hygiene. So you would create, in the eyes of the American people, this vision. Un-American stuff is the day is long. You guys know, maybe you don't know, that while I favor policing in America, I am, I despise abuse. And I find prosecutors, prosecuting attorneys, um, FBI, I find these amongst the most abusive, awful people in the world. Here, we'll level 12 charges against you that'll get you 150 years in jail, but if you help us, we'll reduce it to one. That's called torture, and anybody who favors that stuff is out of their skull. It's disgusting, it's despicable, it's wrong, and I will not listen to law enforcement tell me how necessary it is. Stop it. That's like trying to tell me that civil asset forfeiture has value. It doesn't. It's theft. It's you being a thief with a badge. No thank you. Not interested. Some of the way these people are being held is absolutely un-American. I don't care if you like what they did on January 6th or not. They have rights. That's the difference between us and the commies, the North Koreans, and the rest. It's amazing how the left wants to talk about rights and talk about law and order and, and, and the rule of law, but they don't give a damn about what happens to these people because in the end, they are just interested in revenge. Going back to Florida, this guy was Garrett Smith seen running away from a crowd. He was arrested shortly after 7.30. Police searched his backpack. They found a pipe explosive device along with a direct action checklist. It lists the clothing he wore, gear, gas mask, filters, pepper spray, smoke rockets, flammable rags. And the helmet that this guy was using contained the Iron Front logo. That logo has been used by Antifa groups. As they go through learning about this guy, and they've got, they find other weapons and explosives in his home, they learn that this guy traveled to Portland. So let me now explain to you what has happened here. Garrett Smith went to a protest in favor of a January 6th rioter and wanted to kill them. So he went to Portland to get training from Antifa on how to prepare himself to do all of these things and either tried to plant a pipe bomb that would detonate or lost his nerve, was seen running from the scene and got arrested. He's being held on a $300,000 bond, charged with three counts of possession or discharge of a destructive device, as well as one count of loitering and prowling. You don't think this conversation matters? Because they, it's not about the Capitol on January 6th. America isn't just the Capitol. America is an ideal that exists wherever people want to lead a better life. We're not going to talk about a guy who goes about killing Republicans and calling it an insurrection. Here's a guy that went to kill protesters and was trained by Antifa.
I'm not trying to defend anybody who was rioting on January 6th. I'm not interested in doing that. I'm interested in a society that doesn't think people are inhuman based on their politics. And the more you make claim that people are inhuman, the more Antifa is like, well, I guess we get to go punch a Nazi. Who's a Nazi? Anybody we say is a Nazi. What about that guy? You mean my rabbi? Nazi. Bow, pang, ping, dang. You got to actually believe that people, you know, have value. But I've just shown you now a host of progressives who don't. You know, it's like talking about Representative Ocasio-Cortez. I'm not happy she got COVID. I think there's a hypocrisy story in there for sure, but I I never want her to get sick. I just don't want her to get reelected. That's that's it. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. The Dow is down over 200. For a while there, it was down over 500. NASDAQ is down 167. Bitcoin was under 40,000. Producer Ari hurt worst. Everyone knows he has tens of millions of dollars in Bitcoin. Just waiting. Just waiting to make his escape to Canada. That's why, that's why I assume he's doing. I don't really know for sure. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Tony Katz today, an absolute pleasure. Uh, this crypto conversation is a fascinating one. Because is crypto going down because the bond buying has lessened and people see that there's going to be a better opportunity in in some other future stocks? Is it uh, indeed the proof that the bubble exists and now it's bursting and ha ha ha? I'm down with crypto. Now, full disclosure, I do own cryptocurrency. I am not a crypto millionaire. Um, I don't think I would tell you that. I would tell you if I own a significant amount of a specific uh, currency that was doing well, right? So you, it, when I talk about things, it's not because I'm I'm trying to get you to buy anything. You do anything you want. Talk to your financial professionals. But I am high on crypto. I do believe that people want a decentralized way of being able uh, to engage their own economic futures. And I believe that economic liberty... Uh, requires this so i'm uh, and, and i'm also a huge huge fan of the technology underneath i'm a massive fan of blockchain and what it means and the safety and security that it uh, indeed provides but as for what's going to come next i don't know are we going to see bitcoin thirty thousand? i have no idea but the idea that, well, this is it's been a nice run, crypto, but it's not real. No, I'm not there. Very real. Very much there. Just one man's take. Follow me on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz Today.